0: Welcome, welcome to episode 17, BC Banter on the Heights, the weekly Boston College podcast hosted by myself, Brett Ryder, and Pete Collins. Today, we review the disaster in South Bend, as well as the upcoming finale tilt against Syracuse. But first, Pete, how are you feeling?
1: Uh, I can honestly say I was not expecting that. I thought BC might have wanted to participate a little bit more. Thank God the snow uh, occurred in the second half as it was the best uh, version of defense BC had. Um, only reason we didn't lose by 100. Hated to see Moorhead throw three picks and get charged with two fumbles. Would have loved to see Phil get charged with three picks and two fumbles. Uh, Monta Syracuse.
0: Awful weekend. Yesterday, basketball lost to a team that doesn't even even have an icon mm-hmm. in it when you, when you Google it. Uh, so that's that was tough uh they so i don't know if you saw the final just like just 16 came across, points so, right oh yeah, you mean today PC just they just beat wyoming by 11 so that's oh, oh, fucking oh. weird dude so oh, we okay. go to lose some some team like tarleton tarleton state by 16 <laughs> and they just beat uh i was watching it a little bit earlier but um yeah they beat them by 11 which whatever dog Thank um God. Third place. Do they get a trophy for that? Yes. I, <laughs> I guess that we'll find out on the on the Instagram, man. That'll that'll be for sure. Yeah. Um but in in terms of Notre Dame, that was very disappointing. Especially I thought they were turning some sort of corner organizationally from the week before. <laughs> Wasn't expecting them to win, but was really expecting them to at least compete. I think I told you personally that I thought they would lose by seven to ten points. I thought it would be a respectable game, a good game. I didn't think that they would. was 44 to nothing no so that was you know just really really uh it was it was really tough to watch i'm i'm not even gonna there's not really much else to say um little little new newer segment um that we're gonna introduce right now uh pete's points uh so why don't we just jump into that i know you got some notes that you kind of want to share with us so let's let's get going on that
1: old habits die hard uh (laughs) B.C. week after week, we talk about it. They come out flat in the beginning of the game. Offense. Sorry, I will start with the defense since the defense was the first one on the field. 51 yard rush followed up by a field goal. So thank God they didn't let up a touchdown. Do we consider it an improvement? I don't know. Still let up a score. (laughs) Continuing the trend of letting up a score on the opening drive. Um, But the 51 yard play, it's like they're just getting gouged on the opening drive. Offense comes out in the field. Interception. So just more of the same from um, BC's offense and defense to start the yeah. game. I was thinking about it too. Like who's the blame for this atrocity? Um, the scripted plays at the beginning of the game are designed by the offensive coordinator. Yes. Like you start yeah. the game scripted. So if you're starting yep. every single game with scripted plays that have no success, who, who's the blame? Mm-hmm. Um,
0: Everybody. But I, I think the, I mean, he's got to be the offensive coordinator,
1: right? I mean, that's the guy who drawing up the plays, so is aware is of that the strengths. Claire cut. Yeah, I mean, he's aware of the strengths of the offense, so he's designing plays around the strengths and weaknesses. Uh, I'm and gonna stop.
0: As... I'm gonna stop you. He should be aware. Of the strengths and weaknesses.
1: <laughs> well, thank <laughs> we you. We
0: we can't confirm. We can't confirm that he
1: actually does
0: know that, but can cannot say, confirm. My
1: bad. No, much needed. Uh, that was one of the best corrections <laughs> on BC Vanter thus far. Um,
0: <laughs>
1: yeah, no, McNulty should know his strengths and weaknesses of his own, but does not uh, plan around them because he's planning the first, whatever, 10, 15 plays of the game, and those are always disaster zones. So it's like, holy moly. And then secondly, you're like, all right, maybe if you move on from the offensive coordinator, you go to the head coach where you're like, you need an get your team ready for the speed of the game to start the game. You're just kind of getting blown out to start the game. Your offense can't keep up with the speed of the defense and your defense isn't ready for the strength and speed of the other team's offense. And you're constantly getting pushed back and punched in the face. Um, I then give that blame to half. Like, get your guys ready to come out there and be the more aggressive and quicker and faster and prepared team, like get them going. Yeah. And then like, yeah. I guess you can blame the weather a little bit, like, Offense struggled huh. in the second half because the weather was tough. Like even yeah. it, even Notre Dame struggled, who had mighty success in the first half. So you can give a little bit there, but uh, that that was the second. I, bl- half. I
0: blame this. I blame the snow for not coming sooner.
1: Right. Where were That's you, busy?
0: Yeah, thirty seven points, and then you want to start snowing? That's crazy.
1: Yeah, some funny stats. So Notre Dame had more points than Boston College had total yards at one point in the late in the first Yikes. quarter. It was 17 points to seven yards. Yikes. Uh, Notre Dame only needed to tackle BC five times in the first quarter. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. It's like a high school team. So my question that I posed was, where art thou, BC? Like, why? (laughs) Nobody showed up. Nobody. So the defense... Uh, only two stops out of 10 drives. And let me be mm. clear the first eight drives were all scores. So the last two drives weren't scores. Who cares? It was blizzarding. They, uh, the game was over. I don't even remember if the starters were in because I was zoned out at that point. That game was over, over, right? Like I watched it, but man, I was couldn't, I'd probably sleep and watch, rather watch the inside of my eyelids. I'd rather watch grass grow. Like it was just bad at the end. Uh, and six of those eight scoring drives were of 40 or more yards. So it wasn't like they were given the score. They had to earn it. They just drove down the field and score. Drove down the field and score. So the defense, where mm-hmm. art thou? Offense, where art thou? Zero points.
0: Dude. Kudos to you because I just watched the condensed version. Cause I was uh I was at basketball practice. So obviously I didn't get to watch it real time. But so I just watched I was able to just watch like a half hour banger of it. So kudos to you for getting through that shit for three hours because that's absolutely miserable. Um,
1: I uh I was on my way back from Maine, and so and I was going to a birthday dinner that night. So it was like the perfect three hour like um, halftime almost, like to sit on my couch and relax before uh, you know the night got underway.
0: Dude, so check this out, right? Like we were we previously kind of paired the twenty twelve and the twenty. 20- teams so obviously we know the 2012 team was just absolute uh dog shit for lack of a better term um so their defense right so let's, let's pull that up real quick so their defense oh i got the 2015 let me go back so 2012 they gave up 29.7 points a game uh bc's defense this year they're now giving up 30.2 so their defense this year is worse uh bc uh, in 2012 gave up or scored 19.8 points uh this team scores 17.3 so that so offensively they're worse as well so this year's team is is worse on both sides of the ball So 2015, which we have categorized as they had like a killer ass defense, Um, they were, you know, they gave up the fourth least points in all college football that year. So whatever about that. But we also know their offense was like categorically bad. Mm -hmm. So their offense averaged 17.2 points a game. This year's offense is averaging Mm 17.3. Their offense is ranked 125th out of 131 this bro this is just an all-around bad football team i mean we knew that it's not like i'm like not like we're like all of a sudden like oh my god, this team really does suck you know like we've known that for for weeks now um what i was hoping for just overall was after the nc state game that like i said earlier maybe they were starting to turn in the corner i, I thought it would be kind of like a 2011 right like 2011 they went three and two down the stretch they kind of started to piece stuff together and got better as the season progressed I thought maybe that would be something like this like you know maybe they go in and they lose the Syracuse and they lose to Notre Dame but if they make a game of it you know you're okay you're okay with going one and three down the stretch and you know being competitive in your last four games and winning one of them so the fact that they just got absolutely demolished again it's like
1: oh no 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 no. no we're, we're, we're still really bad yeah, it makes you think the NC State game was a fluke.
0: Oh, 100% was a fluke.
1: Yeah. This team stinks. I w- I was hoping for the same thing. I was hoping that they were trending upward, that you are going to see even if the score was like they scored 40 Notre Dame, at least you're going to see like 20 something out of BC. And you're like, yeah. "All right, whatever." We thought it was going to be yeah. the under. So like I thought it was going to be a little bit closer of a game. Uh like like yeah. we both did, but you know. Yeah, it, we thought it, it would be like a decent Decent the under hand. almost hit, because <laughs> BC did their part for the under, scoring zero, yeah. uh, turning it over five times. They have, You have to credit Moorhead with two fumbles, because that's what it was. But Zay dropped that ball, and it was just a backwards throw, which is a fumble, right? And recovered by them, so lost fumble. O-line had the flu, and they played like they had the flu. Um, it was not a Jordan with the flu game. It was BC O-line with the flu game, which was uh, do nothing. Yeah uh bc had 173 yards in offense with only 10 first downs Eek. you gotta love uh bc what they're really good is i've called them the trampoline team um they're really good at trampolining other teams into success um and into mm-hmm. the career books they love their name as the opponent when the record was broken uh so notre dame set a few season highs like one two three four five we got six bullet points here under the, the how note how bc was a trampoline team this week you ready for me um, temperature at the game well this one is more about the game this one you can't blame bc temperature at the game was 27 degrees making it the coldest game in notre dame in nine years uh so the weather did their part in setting their own record the to start fuck, the game bc <laughs> bc brings the cold they can't they're so cold of a team that it blizzards in their games um notre dame got the longest run of the year 51 yard run on their opening drive so was, they uh set that season high they also set a season high for first half Turnovers, which was five, um, three picks by the freshman cornerback. It was the fifth, scre- fifth straight game Notre Dame has scored at least 35 points. The only other time that's happened uh, was the first five games of their season in 1943. They won the national championship sick. that year. Yeah, so like wicked long ago, almost like 100 years, 80 years ago was the last time they scored so 35 was, points. So it was before the World War. Yeah. sick. <laughs> Yeah, so uh way to help Notre Dame get themselves in the record books there. Uh, they helped two players find the record books. Michael Mayer, tight end, became the 13th Notre Dame player to haul in over 2,000 receiving yards. And he could get more um, if he wanted to play another year. We were talking about it before the show. He, he has another year of eligibility, but he's, pro- he's a first-round draft pick. He's gone. Yeah. Um, Isaiah Foskey breaks the Notre Dame career sack record with his 25th sack all-time. I one during the game. They flashed it. I believe it was Justin Tuck who he passed um, on the list. So pretty, uh, pretty big career moment for him right there. So yeah, six, th- six say. records set.
0: Yeah, the one, the one record it wasn't was a uh, points <laughs> differential in the series, which is
1: nice. At mm-hmm. least they avoided that. Not the biggest blowout, but the second biggest blowout in the Holy mm-hmm. War series. Nineteen ninety-two By- uh, BC lost fifty-four to seven. So we'll hey the, what,
0: then they won they won the next year. They beat him on a field goal the next year. So I don't know. Maybe we'll, we'll maybe we'll catch him in 2025.
1: Foreshadowing? <laughs> mm. uh, so we had some records of our own though, uh, because we have the one, the only Zay Flowers. Uh I wrote record holder and looking for more. Uh he's the all-time reception leader with 192 along with yards, 2,946. He broke the record for receptions in that game uh, with his mighty total of three. Um, He's got 27 touchdowns. And I remember there was much uh, debate last week. Well, really, it was an internal debate amongst myself was why Kelvin Martin was listed as 29 touchdowns. Because in the 1984 season, um, or was it the 84 season? Might have been 83. He caught a touchdown in a bowl game which uh, was the reason why his total was 11 that year instead of 10. Um, so if you bring it down to 10 and just count the regular seasons, and Zay, um, would be uh, closer to the obtaining the record. Kelvin Martin has 28 if you minus that bowl game touchdown, whereas Zay has 27. So if he catches a touchdown, he'll tie it. If he catches two, he'll tie the record. If you count the bowl game, if he catches three, there's just no question about it. Zay will be your touchdown record holder. Also some regular Fuck season yeah. records, 70 receptions on the year, single season is 78. So that's the one um, that he could break next week. If he gets eight receptions, he'll tie at nine. We'll break the single season. He's got 10 TDs, which is good for tying for first. Let's see if he can catch one yeah. more and give himself 11. Um, get himself Who's that got record. the record
0: for 10? Do you have that Martin down?
1: Martin was the 10. He caught his 11th touchdown in the bowl game. Which is that asterisk on the on the total? So um, well, he could break no the record bowl game this year. <laughs> Don't have to worry about that. Um, <laughs> the the yards record probably not going to happen. If he does break the all time record, he'll also break the single game record for most yards in a game. He so Zay has nine hundred and sixty seven yards receiving. The record is one thousand two hundred and fifteen. So he needs two hundred and forty eight yards next week. To tie so fairly unlikely. The single game record is two twenty nine um in 1982 Scott Nizalik maybe I don't know Uh, against Penn State 229 yards so if he was to get the all-time yard record he would also get the single game record um and that would probably also lead to the reception and TD record because you want got to assume if you get 248 plus yards you get a touchdown and 10 catches so yeah so Zay's got something to look forward to Halfley said he wants to play out the final games with some tape for the, for the pros. He didn't do that last week. That's for freaking sure. Um, Like if that was like, it's embarrassing that he said that as a goal now that I think about it, I just stumbled upon that thought. Like, yeah, I really want to put some good game tape out there for the NFL goes out and just has his defense put on the worst performance of the season and his offense put on one of their worst performances of the season. So way to go. Yeah. Like bro. What (laughs) really hook them up in the draft. (laughs) Failed at that too. Yeah, you're just failing mm. at literally everything that you're trying to do. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it does beg the question. Coach has the decision next week. Um if you're have a healthy Phil, does Phil play after Emmett's embarrassing performance? Who 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 gives a fuck, dude? If he <laughs> I think it would it would mean uh a lot <laughs> if he benched Emmett at this point. If he's even like if he's even considering it, you know, yeah, like I think he probably will play Phil because it's his last game at BC Mm. hypothetically, Mm. and he'll give Miss he'll give Miss his his last, and that's what he'll use as the excuse to not have to make a decision. You know, it's his last game here. He's been showing heart. He's been helping Emmett in the quarterback room. Chomp 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 on my gum. Blah blah. So blah, you, know blah, that, blah.
0: you know that you know that post, you know that Facebook post, that heartfelt fucking stupid Notre, Notre Dame post he had the other day. Oh yeah. That, so that was mad. That was mad clowny. Like he and sucks. like, did you notice? Did yeah, he does suck? Did you notice how he he casually put in there all the injuries that he's dealing with?
1: It's Like he had like, to slide that in.
0: He had to put that in there. So like,
1: you're, you're such a clown,
0: dude. I'm, I'm dealing with a broken rib. Uh. A concussion and whatever else he said, like yeah, all right, dude, you're just you're not good.
1: Is that him? How come Emmett O line? Yeah, thanks a lot, like, O line. I have a broken rib and I'm concussed. Yeah, coming off a broken hand.
0: Emmett still had two games. Forgot. I mean, yeah, you know, Emmett still had flashes. You didn't have any. F- what? What? Where, where were your flashes?
1: Right. I'm looking forward I mean, to I mean, seeing I mean, Emmett with an off season and a training camp. He was a fu-
0: Yeah, he's a fucking freshman, dude. Of course he was but gonna I mean. implode. Of course you want to have a gamer who's gonna implode. Mm-hmm. That's why I don't really care. It's so like whatever, dude. He imploded. Good. He's a fucking freshman. That
1: Good. Happens. Work right. Like get that out of the way. Like get some. Get humbled. Two 330 yard games, slinging TDs, beat a ranked team. Now you have.
0: Now you have a smoked. rival too. That kid Williams, who intercepted you three times, now he's your rival. There you and go. He's a
1: freshman too, so for the next four years, you know you can kind of look at them.
0: Perfect. See ya. Go, you, if, go go beat up on him.
1: If Emmett was the start, who get who would end up with more touchdowns at the end of the year? Phil or Emmett? So Emmett has eight. Phil has eleven.
0: Uh, I don't know. It'd be close. <laughs> the only
1: reason I ask is because how hilarious would it be if Emmett goes out there? And throws four touchdowns or even three and ties Phil on the year. And it's like, yeah, Emmett played four serious games as a starter and tied what you did the whole rest of the season.
0: Dude, remember, remember, you see that behind me for the listeners that can't see? I, so you see how that go Eagles, the uh, BC go Eagles, uh, yeah. So that used to be when we stole from Conti the 2022 football things and I hung it right there. Yeah, and I looked at it last night and I was like, that shit's gotta go, dude. Mm. First of all, 2022 football has been an absolute train wreck. And like, I don't want Phil on my wall no more. He don't represent me,
1: dude. We were Let's so pumped that. when we saw that. Let's get that. So for the listeners, oh, if, you know. Conte, if you go to Conti, if you go to Conti and you go to the bathroom, there's a picture of Phil facing the other way with his like hand up in the air, making a fist you can see his number five jersey and it, it what's it it has some sort of like line or something at the top what's it say
0: football and then it says call now for 2022 season ticket information Don't. so Don't
1: that was it.
0: that was yeah <laughs> that was last year when we did the uh we went we to pumped. the albany game
1: we were pumped we when we saw that we we're up. like yo free poster this poster is sweet and then now yeah. it's got fill on it and now it couldn't be grosser Ugh. what a 360 or i shouldn't say three what a 180 on him yeah, 180.
0: 360, being the boy, redeemed himself. He did not redeem himself.
1: <laughs> no, he did nothing. Did nothing That's against crazy, that man. Notre Dame game. Hopefully they can do something against the Syracuse team. Uh, I mean, Notre Dame uh... and in, in a legit opponent. You know, Syracuse is more on our level. So <laughs> looking forward to, you know, maybe scoring a point, uh, not turning it over five times. Yeah.
0: Let's Stopping up, them one baby. time.
1: See what we got. Let's see what
0: we got here for our for our Syrac- Syracuse Orange, not the Orange man. the Orange. So Syracuse has a, a thirty-two to twenty-two series lead. Um, let's see here: one BC or no? That was when they were still there. So one and one, one and one, one and two, one and three, what two and means? three, two and four three and four, four and four, four and five. So since joining the ACC, Syracuse holds a 5-4 edge in the series as well. Uh, BC's largest margin of victory, 45. Syracuse was 30. Um, just to give you a quick, over the past couple of years, uh, let's see right here. So uh, BC, when they turned it around in 2017, they went up there and absolutely romped them 42 to 14. The vibes were immaculate at the time. It was wonderful. BC in 2018, obviously we know they started out seven and two. Then they had a three game skid. First they lost the Clemson at home. That was the college game day night. Then they had the implosion against FSU. And then in their yearly, uh, weekend after Thanksgiving game got absolutely thrashed um, at home 42 to 41 and everyone was calling for Steve Adazio's head so what did they do they gave a three-year extension and then the next year uh, Dennis Grossell absolutely went crazy I believe he's he said he matched Matt Ryan with some sort of record um, they won 58 to 27 and then last or 2020 when Syracuse was really bad again, BC squeaked by shouldn't have squeaked by should have beat them by a lot more. I digress uh, last year, a little more of that was that was when um Dennis Grassell was in there and they really didn't tailor the offense to him, but that was the first time we saw a uh, new friend Emmett Moorhead get a little, get a little playing time in that game. Uh, Syracuse ultimately won 21 to six. Uh, let's see here. Now uh, they have one national championship. Don't have the year in front of me. They have five conference championships. Uh 26 bowl games compared to BC's 28, so we're better. Uh, Let's see what else. They do have a Heisman, though.
1: So do we, buddy. I know. I'm just saying, usually at week to week, you're very happy about having the Heisman advantage. So this week, unfortunately, BC, no Heisman advantage this week.
0: That, that's okay we didn't have it last week either so we'll pull even on it. at least at least at least <laughs> we have one to brag about as well uh let's see they have 200 nfl draft picks we've had 213 suck it uh we both have had 21 first round draft picks but all 21 of theirs have been absolute busts um They've been in the AP poll 211 times. We've only been in into it 144, but we definitely got robbed, so no big deal on that. They've spent seven weeks at number one compared to our only one. Uh, that's okay. They had Donovan McNabb. He actually threw up in the huddle because he was like, man, nervous. Uh, people forget that. Um, what a, what an absolute clown. So that that that's chill. We Later graduated anything.
1: and didn't know the overtime rules.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And then he uh, lost the Super Bowl to the Patriots as well. Uh, um, people forget that a little bit as well. Uh, so no big deal. So that that is your overview of Syracuse. Uh, they dropped the men from their names. So now they are just a color. So uh, their mascot is just a big round color. I don't even know if they designate it as a fruit. I don't think they know. A little bit of an identity crisis. Are you a color? Are you a fruit? You know, what the hell are you? Don't know. Don't care. Um, That is your um, overview for Syracuse.
1: Yeah, it actually is the fruit. Otto, the orange. He's just an orange circle that walks around with a Syracuse hat on. So stupid. Anyway, BS. um, they're uh six. What are they? On there? They have six wins, six and five. They've lost five straight, one six straight <laughs> to start the year. <laughs> Talk about uh polar opposite start to finish. <laughs> um, so they're rolling right now, five in a row losses. What do you think BC is going to do for them? And that streak. Uh, <laughs> I almost feel like there's no way they don't end that streak. BC is just, you know, looking bad right now. Like I said, five straight losses. Um, They have lost eight straight dating back to 2019 in November. Um, So they are just not having a good time at this time of year. Uh, Their wins this year start the season. We're against Louisville, UConn, Purdue, Virginia, Wagner, and then NC State. So they also took NC State down. Um, Losses, Clemson, Notre Dame, Pitt, Florida State, and then last week at Wake Forest. Um, so there's your list of wins and losses. They score twenty-eight points a game, getting three hundred and fifty-nine yards per game. They're predominantly a rush team. They pass for two hundred and eighteen yards a game, seventeen TDs and eighteen interceptions on the air for two on two hundred and ninety-two attempts. Rushing, they rush for 141 yards a game, 17 TDs on the air. So they have an equal amount of TDs through the air and ground. Um, But significantly more attempts on the ground, 371 attempts compared to 292 passing attempts. They get 4.2 yards per carry on the ground. So it's worth running all that much uh, because they're getting lots of yards, lots of chunks there for their offense. BC seems to have trouble containing a good run game, um, whether it be the quarterback, running back, whatever it is. uh, And this team runs it well. So you're looking at a mismatch there. The Cuse's defense, 22.6 points per game is what they're allowing on 338.6 yards per game. They allow 183 passing yards per game, 14 touchdowns. They've intercepted the other team's quarterback 10 times. Rushing, they allow 155 yards per ground on the game, 15 TDs, and 3.9 yards a carry, which is a lot. 155 yards on the ground and 15 TDs um, is is almost just as good as their rushing attack is on offense. So to allow that much on defense means they can get gouged on the rush and they like to rush on offense. What can we not do like at all rush? So another mismatch, we are mismatched on both sides of the ball. Um, I didn't even look into the special teams because at this point in the season, I feel like most BC fans are like, who fucking cares? Get this to fuck over with. I'm done. Um, The three players that you must watch if you choose to watch the last game of the season against Syracuse is you'll watch Sean Tucker, the sophomore running back. So another young person that will dominate us. 185 attempts on the ground. He's a running back, number 34. 185 attempts, 935 yards, and nine TDs on the ground thus far. Like I said earlier, their running attack is what they like to go to. um, So he's their guy. He also contributes um, on the dump passes, 35 receptions, 250 yards, two TDs. 35 receptions for 250 yards. So he's not getting a ton of yards, but it just that's what a running back does, right? He looks downfield one, two, three, third option, dump it to the running back. He's able to provide that, which is useful. Um, For the quarterback, Garrett Schrader, number six, he's a junior. Over 2,000 yards last game, uh, meaning he got it on the season over 2,000 yards. 15. TD, six picks, 121 attempts on the ground, rushing for 395 yards and seven TDs on the ground. So he's got 22 touchdowns total between the air and the ground. Um, Point score. So look for the quarterback and the running back to do a lot of damage. They have a a number one wide receiver on their team. Uh, Like he has 48 receptions, whereas the number two receiver has 28. I don't have the name in front of me, but um, they have a clear cut number one receiver that Garrett likes to go to. And I had a good run going saying names. I'll pat myself on the back but I'm ready to to mess it up uh, on number 93 the defensive lineman take Caleb Take it slow. Take yeah, it we'll slow. Go. Oh, catch a cool. I think that sounds fine. I'm not even going to go a second attempt. That's all you get people. Um he's a junior. Team high in si- in sacks with 6 43 tackles. He's got a pick on the Air a Force fumble and he scored a touchdown on the defensive side of the ball. Um so take a look out for number 93 Caleb uh because what do we do poorly is block. So, might as well find their best defensive lineman with the most sacks and tell you about him because you'll probably see him in your backfield. Uh, whether it's Emmett or Phil getting sacked, I'm sure he'll get a sack. If there's a prop bet out there. Go ahead and take it. Speaking of bets, last week we got pummeled again because um, we had a little faith when we shouldn't have. We got Notre Dame money line correct. Whoopdie do. So did everyone else in the whole world. Um, but we picked BC with the points. Not true. We picked under 42. BC did their part. Notre Dame didn't do their part. Uh, so we took the loss on Scumbags. that. Scumbags. Yeah. We we did get a prop bet right for the first time we made a prop bet. Would BC get more rush yards net than their total net on the year or than their average net on the year, which is uh 61. I think we got 56 yards. So um we did not. Or we, we got that right, but BC did not live up to that expectation of the profit. So, two for four, not bad. Maybe make a little money if you followed us. Um, not a lot of money to be made on a money line bet, though. So, yeah, I think you had to bet right. $1,600 to win $100. So, not mm-hmm. a lot of money to be made there. Um, conversely, if you bet money line BC last week, you made a ton of money. So, hey. This week, we see the spread at 10.5. Think that's too low? No. What do you like? Um. So ten and a half. BC's three and a seven. Three and seven against the spread this year.
0: mm mm-hmm. Fuck it, dude. I'm going out on a high note. I'm taking BC money line, baby.
1: <laughs> Maybe you know. I could see them winning this game. Like, if they were going to sneak out a random win, this might be one of them because they lost the last five, like I said. I mean, the ACC sucks this year. Just too bad we, we couldn't be better. Like, this could have been a good year to eat up on some of these crappy ACC teams, but hmm. Q's being one of them. I don't know. Yeah, 10.5 point underdog. I'm not taking BC money line, but I'll take BC with the points. So I'm going to take Syracuse money line. I'll take BC with the points though, because I don't like how Cuse is trending and BC, although they got pummeled last week, maybe if you're, you know, I hate making excuses for the team, but sometimes there's just reasons. Let's just say these Mm -hmm. things are true. Like roll with me. These things are true. You. BC's O-line had the flu and was sick all week. So they couldn't prepare, focus, and perform at a high level. And they already sucked. So there was just no chance from the get-go. And it kind of showed mm-hmm. true. Um, I don't know what the hell was wrong with the defense. Just had a bad game out of the defense, or Notre Dame was hyped up on senior day. And we just you got punched in the throat and you could never stand back up again. And those punches just keep kept coming. But your team feels confident beating in a mediocre team against Syracuse. Like, let's just say all those things are true. You could see a win. You could see if the team was like, all right, that was a fluke. And if there's plenty of reasons for why we think that way and, you know, move into Syracuse and maybe they could keep it within 10 points. That'd be good enough for them to cover. Maybe they pull off an upset and win maybe, but I'm done being at any level optimistic about this team. They're just so bad. So I'll, I'll give them the points because Cuse is bad too, but I'm not giving them the money line like you.
0: Yeah, fuck it. I'm taking it. And Over, I'm taking under the under. I'm taking the under and then Syracuse scores scores first.
1: That's what do you am
0: wrapping on my season, baby?
1: What what do you see as like a score prediction then if you're thinking the under and a BC win? going to be it's going to be they going to squeak it out. Yeah. 45 and a half. 24-20. That's not a bad one. Keeps it right there at that under. I, who knows if it fucking happens, dude. I'm just trying to have a little fun with that at this point, you know? Yeah.
0: Fuck it. Yeah, I'm going over.
1: Let's go. I'm going over. I think if that if one of these teams wins, they're going to get into it. Like The defense is just going to be non-existent, and it'll be all offense. Plus, I want to fade mm-hmm. myself. Like instinctually, I want to go. BC loses. Give Cuse, you know, Cuse will cover and go under because BC won't score. Like that's what I want to do. But in my head, I'm like, no, nah, you can't. You can't keep listening to yourself on this with this horrible BC yeah. team, you know. So yeah, like I'm gonna fade myself in that sense where I'm gonna take BC mm-hmm. with the points and I'm going over. There you go. And who scores well, first? Obviously, I said Syracuse. Syracuse. Obviously yeah, it's case, because that we come out so flat in every game. I won't look for that trend to, to discontinue. Yeah. Good luck BC. Final,
0: final thoughts.
1: Another team I'd like to wish good luck to is um, the basketball team and the hockey team in between uh, now and the next couple of episodes. While we don't get a chance to talk about you, I want to wish them a little bit of good luck. I was going to wish them good luck in tonight's matchup because uh, the you know, we hadn't known the outcome yet, but we do know the outcome. They won. So uh congratulations, I guess, is more in order. And mm-hmm. to those fans who are gonna go to the hockey game on Friday against Notre Dame, potentially see you there. Um, looking forward to getting back out to Conti, haven't been there since the BC win. Um BC basketball win against um Cornell. Cornell, yeah. So's it. Good luck to the two other teams that exist that we actually like. You know, I saw bit Baseball team was actually taking some grounders the other day. We retweeted it. So, you know, mm-hmm. happy grounders.
0: Bird ball, son. My uh my final thought is little little tidbit. Uh Syrac- Syracuse uh chose orange as their color in 1890, becoming the first university to adopt only one official color. <laughs> So they were so lame. They just chose one. They didn't even want to choose a second. So mm-hmm. oh, shout out to them, I guess. Maybe. No. Yeah, fuck them. All right. So we're wrapping this up. Uh, so this, this will be um, the last preview, review. Um, be on the lookout. So after this, next week, we're going to do kind of like a season recap Um, of the 2022 Boston college Eagles. So be on the lookout for that. We're going to, you know, drop a nice, nice episode, obviously different type of format for that. Really looking forward to that. Um, and then, you know, we'll kind of go about it. Uh, we'll see how we're going to cover hockey and basketball season as it progresses. Um, and we, we can kind of get into that and explain that a little further on the next episode. Uh, but for now, we have that uh, this episode coming out. Then we'll have the, the season review next week. Um, follow us on Instagram, uh, Twitter, Facebook. And TikTok, if you haven't already, uh, at BC Banter Pod. Uh, there's also, obviously, on the Facebook, if you Google, if you search that, it'll pop up. We have, like, a little group in there as well. Uh, email address, uh, bcbanterpod at gmail.com. Uh, so, once again, BC, at bcbanterpod uh, for all the socials. Uh, hit us up on there. Uh, and with that, we are bowing out for the regular season finale. And, and uh, happy Thanksgiving as well to you and yours. Um, one of my favorite holidays uh go data Marauders and uh go Eagles Roll eagles I
1: don't know what you